Hello listeners and welcome back to another episode of Is This Actually Healthy? As always, I am your host, Juliana. But again, I will not be hosting this show alone today because I'm continuing on with my interview series. I started this last week. I mentioned that I was going to be doing um, several different interviews with multiple people who are involved in different aspects of nutrition and fitness. Either they are enthusiasts like me, or they have even dedicated parts or all of their professional careers toward it. So for the second part of my interview series, I'm very excited to bring to you John Kitsavos. The reason I have brought this guest on today is to discuss the importance of adding physical exercise to whatever it is you're doing. Nutrition is great, and making better eating habits is a huge part of improving your overall health composition. But we cannot forget the importance of what physical exercise does to our bodies and our mental health. So that is what we are going to focus on in this interview, which I will hand it over to that right now. Uh, First and foremost, thank you for asking me to come on your show. It's a great honor to, uh, to be here. Um, my name is John Katsavos. I'm the owner of, uh, of a gym, or it used to be a gym, called Vio Fitness, um, kind of morphed. And we also have uh, the Fitness Oracle, which is our podcast where we talk about how leading a healthy life through exercise and martial arts helps improve men's mental health. Uh, I am a product of this because uh, tw- about tw- 20 years ago, I was suffering from depression, uh, because life had this structure for me set set out and um, it's not the life plan that I wanted for myself uh, which led to other stuff I had lost my job and uh, we're supposed to all have our lives planned out for us and figured out by the age of 20 28 which is completely false and completely wrong but anyways um, it led me to a year of me being locked in my house in my parents' basement, because uh, I got kicked out of my place where I was living. No money, no job, no job, no money. Um, lost almost everything, my friends, everything. And it led me to standing on a bridge and thinking about ending my life. Uh, I didn't do it because I had an epiphany, uh, which we won't go into it. <laughs> um, and uh, through easy steps that I actually implemented then, uh, that I still implement now, uh, just on a day-to-day basis that helped me got out of that depression. And that's what I try and teach guys in the same situation to help them, you know, get out of it through simple breathing techniques to movement challenges to, uh, you know, tweaking up uh, your, your, your food intake to how you rest and recover properly, just stuff like that. Yeah, that is a good introduction. I have definitely learned a lot about your story listening to your podcast, The Fitness Oracle. That's the name of it. For anyone else out there looking for yet another uh, health podcast to keep up with their lives, my show is all about taking small practical changes to building better nutritional habits. Um, For people who are trying to do better, maybe through eating better or just making small lifestyle changes, How critical is physical exercise in achieving these goals? It is critical. I have an equation that I actually tell all my clients that uh, the nutrition part is the biggest part of anything that you do. Exercise, if you look at the whole throughout the week and you, let's say you 
don't hire a personal trainer and, um, you know, you just go to the gym six days a week for 90 minutes a day. It's not a big chunk of your time. However, it is critical to, to go there, to go to the gym, to get the workout. And I'm not talking about like, you know, bodybuilder style workouts, just a light, normal workout that will get you a little bit past that comfort zone that you're currently in. Physically, it does a lot of stuff, as you know, like, you know, you, you know, you need the resistance on your body to tear your to tear the muscle fibers apart so they, they get those so they can repair properly and thicker and stronger it also has a psychological aspect to it because of all yeah. the endorph all the endorphins that come into your brain and into into your system you know you feel good you feel good after that quote-unquote pump that you feel after the after a good workout that's a good feeling the day after is not so good but that's <laughs> that's why you need the food yeah, I think this is an, a great perspective to have is that psychologically being able to exercise and feel better, it makes you more motivated to take on other challenges or to keep moving forward. And I think the important thing that a lot of people in my audience would benefit from is understanding that strength training, especially is what changes your body composition. You can eat better and you can lose weight. And that's fantastic for your goals. But some people who really want to um, have a certain shape or really try to look like people that they see on, say, magazine covers, they need to understand the importance of body composition as well. Being a, a personal trainer, you've probably heard that where people people have goals like that. All the time. And the uh, first thing that I tell them is take all those magazines and throw them in the garbage. Going off being a personal trainer, um, what's the most rewarding part of being in that industry? It's changed for me because it used to be looking at people and seeing, like you said, their body composition, body composition change. But ever since I got into the post rehab industry, it's been more on the lines of being able to get a guy to do a squat when a doctor told him that they're going to have to cut his, uh, cut his back open to do spinal surgery. And I'm getting him in three months to do a proper squat. That to me is what drives me to do more with this. But uh, when you see that change and you point it out to the person, it does something very interesting to them. They change up here. Like you said, like you said, they change. They start to believe that they can, they're, that, that they're able to achieve something that they weren't able to before. What exactly goes into building this right mindset that you've described? That's a deep question. It is a deep um, question. <laughs> that's a very good and very deep question. Thank you for that. Um, it is, uh, it's multifaceted because it's really trying to get to the human level, trying to understand, you know, what's really bothering, where's the block in this person? And how can, how can I, how can I show this person in another way to get over this block? Now, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not going to pretend I'm going to be a psychologist. As a personal trainer, I've, I know more about my clients' family members than their family members. It is like coaching on the psychological level. But I try to show them, okay, you know what? Look, you, you couldn't do one chin-up. You're doing five now. 
three months later. What else can you, what else can you improve in your life other than, you know, you can do five chin-ups today. And I help them find that one thing outside the gym that they can improve on. And we check in on it like every session of them. And I, I just remind them, you know, how's this going with this person? How's the communication with this person going? And it's little tasks. Um, it's like um, Tim Ferriss's uh, 1% rule. Just be 1% better every day. That is a very critical component is just taking these tiny steps and then looking back down the hill and seeing how far you've climbed. What else do you think people should keep inside their minds when they're thinking about these goals or when they're actually exercising or when they're actually sitting down at the table and trying to eat a healthier meal? Be kind to yourself. Don't look at the mountain ahead of you and think, how am I going to take this? Just take it one step at a time. This is the this is the biggest, and I'm guilty of this myself because I see the mountain, I would just want to conquer it right away, and I know I can't do it. I was going to say that I really wanted to talk to you about about failure. I know you have you have an interesting take on how we should overcome failure and set, I guess, more effective strategies for ourselves. How would you go into this and help people overcome these feelings of failure? Because they do come. Even if you're making progress, you might feel stagnant and think, yep, I'm a failure. I'm accomplishing nothing. I should just give up. Failure is the most important thing in a person's life. When you start, when you remove failure, you learn nothing. You will achieve to, you, you will stagnate in growth. You need to fail. I've been in martial arts. I have been knocked out. I have been choked out. I have been punched out. I have been kicked. I have been punched so hard that I felt like my soul left my body. And I went back up on that line to get punched again. So it's that drive. You need that drive. You need to say, okay, I got, I tapped out today. I was wrestling with someone. I tapped out. I didn't reach my goals today. Okay. It's time to do better. You just got to grab that failure and say, what did I learn? I went from making $10,000 a month on, in my business back in Toronto to losing everything, including the woman that I was going to marry, to working as a security guard. I went from working my dream job to working as a security guard at night. I, went, I put myself back in school in my late 30s. I got a job at a hospital working IT. And now I'm back on the horse in the personal training industry. Why? Because I refuse to let failure dictate my life. I picked up the lessons that I, that, that I gained through my failure to help me become better. I guess just going back to another point that I mentioned earlier is that, like, like I said, most people really have trouble with getting into a committed exercise program or even just getting a gym membership. For, for these people who might not, I guess, be ready to hire a personal trainer or don't feel like this is necessary, what kind of exercise do you recommend that these people should start out with to start building exercise habits? Um, exercise doesn't have to be complicated. It's understanding the finer aspects of a, of a leg press or a squat. Um, just going out for just a casual walk for a half an hour to, I, I know some people, even five minutes is a, is a challenge. So just trying to find that, you know, where is my, wh where is that point where too much is too far and just go, just take that one step extra. 
Yeah, for sure. Just doing little steps that make you feel comfortable and then building on it. If you feel like that's what you need to do, is that what you're going off of here? Yeah. Yeah. So like if you, if you can walk for 20 minutes, walk for 25. With your exercise background and really helping people with the physical aspects of their health, how much do you promote diet as a part of this process and eating better? Um, it's actually a very big part of what I do. Um, and I Pretty have, unavoidable, right? You can't. You look, look. If you're working out, if you're heavy, if you're going, if you're going to the gym, or if you're just trying to start work, start working out, the diet will come by itself because you're going to start to see a little bit of results. And you're going to be like, if you're anything like me, I want to see more. Right. So what's the number one thing that I push to my clients? And I have this in a four part video series in my, in my, on my website, nutrition is the most, I, I put it up at about 90% of everything that you do. Exercise is only like 0.5%. That's what the experts say as well, is that yes, you can exercise more and more and more, but unless you're making changes to your diet, then your progress could be almost negligible if you're only paying attention to exercise and then eating like garbage after you, after you go home. So yeah, it is a little bit un unavoidable to, to not take care of your own nutritional habits as well. Do you find yourself pretty at ease giving people nutritional advice? Do you think you know what, what works for different people? It does have to be pretty personalized, I'm sure. I try not to because I understand how complicated nutrition can be. Um, I try and stay more on the lines of uh, the biomechanics of what's going on in the human. It's the idiosyncrasies that come with just anything in the fitness industry is so, so much. You can't just say, you know what? Um, you should be eating the Mediterranean diet. You should be eating a vegan diet. You should be eating the carnivore diet. Well, we don't know. My personal experience, I started getting really into fitness uh, multiple years back. And as I started doing it, then I did notice that my eating was getting exponentially better as I went with my journey, because I really liked how it was making me feel and how I was changing my body composition. And then I would just keep thinking, why would I stop that? Why would I prevent myself from making further progress because I'm not eating correctly? It does kind of become a mutualistic relationship between the two factors there. Do you think that a lot of people that you've worked with who've worked on their fitness and nutrition, do you think you've seen them get the best results? To their best abilities, yes. Like I understand like people have lives to live. Right. I mean, your friends are going out for a drink. You're not going to be the only one out there not having a drink. So I'm like, you know what? I'm a little bit easy when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, I'll be like, you, you want to go party? It's it's your body. It's, these are your choices. But the people that I've seen that have stuck to what I help them with, they get amazing results. I think that based on some of the material I've been listening to on, on your podcast and 
looking around on your Instagram, you do really give some good advice at a relatable level. I do recommend that all of my listeners out here go and check out the fitness Oracle on Instagram. If you have any closing remarks for my audience, I'm sure they would love to hear it. Look, I know, uh, I, I know when it comes to exercise, everything seems so complicated and you see all these, um, like I say on my Instagram, Instagram and Facebook talking faces on your screen saying that this, this is your magic bullet. There is no magic bullet for everyone. Um, just understand that you are a unique individual with your own issues. I'll, I'll say issues lightly, but your own specialties and your own uh, stuff that you need help with. Um, so just be easy, take it easy with yourself, be kind to yourself, don't be so hard and um, take it one step at a time. Yes, do the best you can and be compassionate with yourself in the process because this is supposed to be an enjoyable journey. The healthy, the healthiest component of all is enjoying the process, right? Yep, absolutely. All right. Thanks so much for being a guest on my show. I have really enjoyed our chat today. Thank you. I look forward to it. And uh, thank you for this opportunity. That is all for this interview. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of my show. I really enjoyed conducting that interview and I hope that you enjoyed it too. Just as some final remarks, as I always do, I'm going to remind you where you can find me on Instagram. You can find me at Is This Actually Healthy? And I would appreciate if you'd follow me there and look at any of my promotional content I give out to you, including information on future episodes. So you don't want to miss out on that. My show is also now available on Spotify. If you prefer Spotify, as most people do, then you can find my show on there, or you can keep listening wherever it is you're listening now. I appreciate all of you out there, and I'm wishing you all the best on your nutritional journey. Until next time.